Hello, fabulous friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Booked and Blessed podcast. I'm your host, Carissa, here to help you get booked and feel blessed. It's just me this week, I promise, solo episode. Sometimes when I listen to podcasts (laughs) that I enjoy, I kind of feel like when they do solo episodes, it's like, Ooh, yay, coming back home. So I hope that's how it feels this week, but don't get too comfy because we have more interviews coming up soon. Very exciting. But let's talk about this week's topic, which I'm so excited to dive into. In the spirit of Halloween, this episode is all about helping you not become a ghost or a zombie while you're in a show. But first, some life updates. As I said last, nope, sorry, two weeks ago, (laughs) I went to see Here Lies Love and wow, I knew the show was immersive, but I had no idea. Honestly, the ushers, I give them so much props. They deserve their flowers because they have these little glow lights and I ended up being on the dance floor, but when I tell you this show is a hundred, is a, I guess, okay, is a hundred percent, 360 degrees. That's what we'll say I was going to get at there. It's 360 degrees. There are people in the galleries, there are people on the sides, there are people up top, and then people on the dance floor. And when you're on the dance floor, there's a lot of audience choreographing that has to go on because they're moving parts of the stage. It is there are like actors all around you. They're throwing props different places. It is crazy, but in the best way. And you feel like you're really part of the action. And it was a just the experience was something I had never seen done in theater before. So that was crazy. And it was super innovative. And the best way that I could describe the plot of the whole musical was kind of like the Filipino Evita, but you don't like the main character (laughs) but they were serving i really i love the ending um i'm not gonna give it away obviously but it's a really really fun show and i highly recommend going just to have that experience because it was crazy and of course everyone in it was incredible and um there were other elements like they had someone with a camera one of the actors who would go around and basically be like a news news camera person and it would project up on the screen and it looked like someone when you see an interview on the news or a politician on the news and they would be interacting with the audience down on the floor or wherever they were it was really awesome so highly recommend so i saw that show then i also went to see i need that which is a play that I didn't even know was happening. Um, It's technically in previews right now, but it stars the one and only, the legend himself, Danny DeVito, my boy. And his daughter in real life plays his daughter in the show, which was so cool. There are really only three actors in the whole play. And the set, I give so much props Oh my goodness, that is an unintentional pun. I give all the props to the prop master because Danny DeVito's character plays a hoarder, or he is a hoarder, the character, and that's the whole premise of the show. And 
I could not imagine having to keep track of all those things. But my favorite thing about Danny DeVito, and I don't know if this is due to his film and TV and stage acting background. Oh, yeah, he has done stage acting, but mostly film work, as we know. When things would happen sometimes, I wasn't even sure if they were supposed to happen, if they were intentional or if they were mistakes. And if they were mistakes, he played it off so well that you're like, oh, I guess that could have been something that was meant to happen. I don't know how he would do that every single time, but he was so in character that you're like, that's believable. And uh, goodness, he is also a masterclass. Hilarious. Long live Danny DeVito. And I was reminded today that the very last musical written by Stephen Sondheim, titled Here We Are, is currently playing at the theater called The Shed until January 7th. And it's been running since, I think, the end of September. So that's very exciting. If you want to put that on your list of shows to see, I know it's definitely now on mine. Um, And yeah, that's it for Broadway show things. This is just a a voice coach update, which we all know I always talk about, (laughs) but this hit home and I thought that everyone could use this reminder as well. So on my lesson, we're actually working on more golden age classical pieces and he had never really heard me sing classically before, but that's where my, my roots are, where the basis of my musical training is in classical singing and I told him, I don't know, I just, I was also just emotional this week, so don't mind me, but I was like having a, having a time, and I said to him, I feel like I'm not classical enough for classical musical theater, and I'm also not contemporary enough for contemporary musical theater, and he said to me, everyone thinks that about themselves, and there isn't one specific way you're supposed to sound because we, the actors, the singers, the performers, we define the sound of musical theater and what makes you different makes you beautiful. I would like to shout out the Princess Diaries, but I really needed that reminder because sometimes we're like, oh, that's the musical theater sound. I don't have the musical theater sound. And we try to contort our voice and make it something it's not when Musical theater is always changing, always evolving, and we can actually be a part of that process by just coming in and giving and performing in our authentic voices instead of trying to imitate others that have come before us. Because we make the music, the music doesn't make us. And these messages, things like that, have just been shown to me multiple times in different ways over the past couple weeks. And I have been reading excerpts uh, daily from this book called Daily Ohm by Madison Taylor. And it says, inspirational thoughts for a happy, healthy, and fulfilling day. So there's one per day. And this was a few days ago, but I bookmarked it because I wanted to read it to the Booked and Blessed fam. I thought we could all use this. So this one is called Seeing Your Perfection, Letting Your Light Shine. We are each born into this world with unique gifts. Within us is a glimmer of the divine, a light that can potentially make the world a more beautiful place. But in many, that light lies dormant, snuffed out by fears and feelings of inadequacy. To spark it is to attract attention, face the possibility of rejection or the responsibility of success, and risk being labeled immodest. Yet when we undermine it by hiding our aptitudes and quashing our dreams, we deny ourselves and others a wealth of experiences— 
Our abilities are a part of who we are, and when we take pride in them, we affirm the love, esteem, and trust with which we view ourselves. Moreover, as we express the light within, we grant others permission to do the same, freeing them to explore their own talents. Some of us have been taught to hide our light from the world since childhood. Relatives caution us that the professions associated with our aptitudes are unattainable. Our peers may be envious of our skills and thus be overly critical of the activities we instinctively enjoy, and authority figures admonish us to be humble and avoid showing off. But there is a vast chasm, chasm? question mark <laughs> that separates those who let their light shine and those who seek only to draw attention to themselves when you dare to share your light with the world the beauty and perfection of your soul become clearly visible you become a whole being the literal embodiment of your vast potential whether you are a wonderful dancer a first-rate cook a whiz with numbers or a natural negotiator you will come to understand that you do the world no favors when you hold yourself back if you have hidden your light for so long that it has shrunk to an ember, make a list of everything you do well, however impractical, silly, or seemingly inconsequential. Then ask yourself how you can positively utilize those abilities in your daily life. The gifts you were born with were not granted to you arbitrarily. While you may never discover what impact your light has had on others, you can be certain that when you embrace your talents and share them, you will spread illumination in the world. Let me know what you think about that because I've been reading a lot more lately and um, that just hit home. It was exactly what I needed to hear that day and honestly, pretty much every day. <laughs> but moving on to our original Broadway cast album of the week, Bright Star. I know people who have recently been in this show at a regional theater and just I've seen a lot of theaters putting on this show lately and I do not have a single clue what it is about. So I will be taking a listen to the cast album this week because I should probably know that. The more musicals I know about, the better. The more musicals we all collectively can have under our belts to have some sort of knowledge as to what the general gist is, I think the better. So again, bright star. And this week, it's going to be extra as ever. <clears throat> the might and potatoes or tofu and potatoes of this week's episode. Obviously, um, I was away too long because I forgot this essential introduction last week. I don't know how it slipped my mind. Night and Pizzitis, Tofu and Pizzitis of this week's episode is ways to keep healthy during a show. Ooh, no ghosts allowed. No haunted, no haunted theaters. Well, you know, I feel like almost every theater is haunted. But anyway, all right. So this is my list of things that I was reminded of. And I mentioned some of this in the contract takeaways episode, but just reiterating and putting it into a succinct list and actions that you can take to make sure you are at your peak, at your best during a contract. Number one, continue or I mean, start. It's never too late. Taking voice lessons if you do. Or if you can, I take virtual voice lessons for the most part with my voice coach. So it wasn't that big of a deal. So we were doing it over FaceTime. When I had tech week, we actually ended up not having our lesson just because he's like, I wouldn't want to be taking a voice lesson right now. So 
just be smart about it. If you're exhausted, if you're overworking yourself, don't put too many things on your plate, but have a voice teacher who also will understand that. I think that's very important. But taking voice lessons does not mean that you are any less of a good singer. Even Celine Dion still takes voice lessons. Let that sink in. We can always keep improving and learning things. And if nothing else, just keeping our instrument in peak condition, like when you change the strings on a guitar and you tune a guitar and you, you know, I'm not a super guitarist, but I know that people are always tweaking their guitars. They're always trying to make them sound the best that they can, adding, you know, new pedals, stuff like that. So there are always improvements to be made and maintenance. And it's always nice to work on something that is not the show you're in sometimes. Number two, take immunity supplements. Personally, I take Armra Colostrum, one scoop in the morning and then one scoop at night. And I was taking elderberry. Um, They're kind of like melty tablets. Melty? (laughs) They're tablets that kind of just dissolve in your mouth and they taste great. Mine that I bought also had vitamin D and zinc in them as well. So that's extra immunity building. I kind of started taking that right before tech started um, or during tech just so that I was sure I would be okay during shows and not get sick. Just a little bit of extra precaution and protection. Number three, I just learned about this on this contract from one of the other performers, but it's called a Navage and it's kind of like a neti pot, but I think it like sucks all of the (laughs) gunk and like all the mucus and everything out of your sinuses. Apparently it's really good. I need to do more research on that, but I'm just putting it out there because the one girl says it works wonders and I should probably get one. Number four, steam slash nebulize slash sleep with a humidifier in your room if possible. Three out of the four of us in our cast had a vocal mist and the one girl who didn't ended up buying one. So that was a very proud moment for me. (laughs) Gotta rep the vocal mist always. Please sponsor me. Um, Steaming is also great. I also have a Vicks face steamer and the little lavender add-ins that you just put in there. It can get really hot though. I mean, obviously it's a steamer, but anything to open up your your airways and your sinuses which could also be the shower warming up in the shower is also incredible for your voice and your vocal cords just like an easy warm-up maybe some lip trills what have you some hums and sleeping with a humidifier is also very very important the hotel that we were staying at the air for whatever reason i think it was the ac unit or just you know something the heating system, HVAC, whatever (laughs) system, it was just making my throat so dry. We would all wake up and just be no moisture to be found. So I think this next time around that I go from this next contract, I'm definitely bringing my humidifier with me, especially now that our heaters are on and it's, you know, becoming the fall for those of us on the uh, Northern Hemisphere. Um, it is very important. The air will become a lot more dry with the heater. So put those humidifiers on, grab one on Amazon. I know there's 
tons on Facebook Marketplace. And I love my humidifier because you can also add essential oils. So it, it's a two-in-one, a little twofer. If you want me to link my humidifier in the show notes, or if you just want me to send you the link for mine, let me know. Number five, make your own food as much as possible and eat as healthily as you can if that's not a possibility. So as I said, we were in a hotel for this contract. We did not have our own ability to cook food for ourselves. And I definitely felt it because when you're going out to eat constantly, it's you don't know what's going in your food. And I'm very much someone who is organic as much as possible, tries to eat more of a balanced diet. I kind of eat intuitively and that's really difficult when you can't make your own food and there's only so many options or like things aren't open at all hours of course and you're running uh running on very little time between having to go to rehearsals and your breaks and everything else so I tried to get as many healthy snacks as I could um but if you have the ability to make your own food in any capacity As I said before, some of the girls got a hot pot. One of the girls brought an air fryer. I definitely recommend that because number one, it's going to be cheaper. Number two, you know what exactly is going in your body and it will most likely be healthier for you because you're the one prepping it. You know what's in it. Number six, if you're in therapy, continue going to therapy. If you can, thankfully, my therapist i recently started seeing a therapist i highly recommend even though i know access to mental health care is not the easiest to get um it's not it's honestly it's been so long that i've been trying to get a therapist and i just finally did about two months ago and she thank god has the ability to do virtual sessions so i would do my therapy sessions with her when I was in my hotel room, like with my phone camera, and it worked out. So if you're in therapy or you're trying to get into therapy, try to find someone who does virtual stuff if you're obviously a performer and you're not going to be there all the time. And yeah, either start or continue therapy while you're on contract because trust me, there's no time like like that is as stressful as rehearsal periods and things like that so they are a great resource to have in those moments number seven move your body i always say this and that doesn't mean go to the gym and lift weights that means any way that feels right to you any way that your body intuitively is like I think I just want to go for a walk. I want to walk around this town and explore, or I just want to be out in nature. I want to do some yoga. I just want to stretch. I want to, I don't know, go to a dance class or a bar class, which is kind of, I mean, similar, similar vibes. Um, CrossFit, hit, whatever whatever it may be, move your body in a way that feels right to you just to make your energy flow and get any negative energy out. Number eight, meditate. I'm a big one for the meditating. And going right along with it, number nine, journaling. And also going along with those things is number 10, going out in nature. As I said, all of those can be done in tandem. 
And that's actually what I did on this last contract. At one point, I went out in nature. I sat on a rock near the water. I set my timer for a nice 10 minutes and I just meditated and I just listened to the sounds of the water and I had revelations, everyone. There was one single tear that came down my cheek. And then as I was walking, after I, you know, was done meditating, I was walking and I was just observing nature and I kept pulling my phone out and writing. I have a whole note in my notes app, just all of the truths that nature was revealing to me and all of life's, life's best kept secrets, I guess you could say, because some of the secrets of life, I swear, I was like, you know what? Yes, that is a, a universal truth that I'm just learning from this leaf falling down and it's, the, you know, it's the fall time call me a cuckoo crazy girl that's fine but i think it's so important for human beings to get back to our roots and kind of our primal nature sometimes and just learn from learn to just be because that's exactly what nature does it just is and it knows what to do and we intrinsically know what to do and everything that's happening to us at every moment is meant to be happening And that goes with our last part of the list, reading. So as you know, I just said earlier, I've been reading Daily Ohm every day. And I also just finished The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, which is where a lot of the the mumbo jumbo that I just talked about with everything happening exactly as it should and nature and all those things, that book was imperative i think everyone should read it it really opens your eyes and helps you to be much more mindful i'm not gonna spoil it for you but it's an easy read it's like maybe a hundred and something pages i read a chapter a day in the morning with in conjunction with daily ohm and it was a great start to my day um and i am also currently reading a chapter of animal farm every night before bed also love some george orwell highly recommend. And that's really all I have for you this week, everyone. If this podcast has added value to your life, give me a little five-star rating, a sweet little review, and feel free to follow or subscribe to be the first to know when new episodes drop every Monday. As always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or burning inquiries, you can send them on over to at booked and blessed pod or at Carissa Hope on Instagram. That is K-A-R-I-S-A-H-O-P-E. And get excited because I have some really, really great interviews coming your way in the next few weeks. And with that, I hope you have a momentous Monday and a spooky Halloween week. Let's get booked and blessed, y'all.